Hello and welcome to another episode of Into the Podcast. My name's Sam and I am hosting today with the beautiful Ryan. Say hello, Ryan. Hello. How are you, my good friend? Very well, thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm a bit scared for today, mate. Oh, it is a bit scary, a bit, bit spooky. Scary. Oh, we're going to talk about horrors. We are talking about horrors. Oh, <laughs> how exciting. So, um, as we mentioned in the last episode, we do try and record these episodes all together, a few in a day. Um, so it is a couple of days before Halloween for us, uh, and it's probably going to be 2024 by the time you hear this, mm. like March or something. Yeah. So uh, it's well out of sync for you, but we've been playing, watching, enjoying a bit of horror, getting all spooky. Getting in the scary. Halloween season. Went out, we got a pumpkins made, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I actually went pumpkin picking this year from yeah. a farm, properly pumpkin picking. Ooh. First time. How many did you get? Three. Nice. Biggins? Two biggins and a little cute one. No. Yeah, one big white one, one big orange one, and yeah. a little cute one. I went two little cute orange, one little cute white, and then a white and orange and a green. A green? Yeah. Nice. And I didn't carve any of them, I just shoved them outside. I've seen, though. They look good, your little pumpkin patch. A little pumpkin patch out front, yeah. Yeah. So that, that means you're going to have to have trick-or-treaters, though. That's yeah, the, that's, that's the, the, fucker, that's the isn't etiquette, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, if you've got your pumpkins on show... You're you fair game. <laughs> Bastard. Well, I won't be because I'll just go out. Yeah. I'll leave it to yeah. my housemate to do whatever. Yeah, no, fair. I mean, we lock the doors, turn all the lights off, close the curtains. And throw water at anyone that knocks on the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and enjoy our lovely carved pumpkins in the <laughs> privacy of our own home. Away from people. Yeah. So uh, we're calling this episode a horror episode, not a Halloween episode, because it's not Halloween for you guys. So I hope you had a good Halloween, whatever yeah. you did. And you got lots of candy and, and spooky treats. Um, so, Ryan, what do you want to do in this episode? What what should we do for horror? Um, we'll start with, as always, I want us to get into our snack item of the week. Oh, shit, yeah, well reminded. I brought snack. So, a themed one as a well. A themed snack. So I've got a big, massive bag, have a listen, of spectacularly spooky bats and ghost pickled onion flavoured snacks my friend very nice are you a pickled onion crisp fan I am yeah a big Mo- monster munch monster munch yeah it's the jam although flaming hot is oh, 100% the flavour yeah yeah it, it's you don't get many pickled onion crisps no 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 and I don't think I've ever had a pickled onion no I haven't either no or a pickled egg no I don't uh, really get it no I don't understand it either people are weird what yeah, I don't understand anything about it. It kind of freaks me out a little bit. Eat the fucking crisp. Okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's even in the shape of a little bat. Yeah, mate, little bats and ghosts. Yeah, this is cute. Once again, we will share our picture of our random snacks <laughs> for no reason at all. They're good. They're good, aren't they? Yeah, they're so light. And they're so light and fluffy, yet they're so moorish. And this is a massive bag. It takes a while to get through. You feel sick mm. after a whole bag, but it's doable because I've done it. Yeah, I kind of feel sorry for everyone listening because... Throughout this entire episode, it's all you're going to hear is a crunching of these crisps <laughs> right, in your, right in your ear. Like last week, two weeks ago, when we had the uh, nerds and you just spent the whole time sucking your own teeth. Yeah, they, were, they were awful. They were awful. <laughs> Whereas these these are good. I'm hmm. going to be having these all episode. We probably shouldn't have done such a big bowl, shall I? Well, Once again, the snacks are brought to you in my daughter's uh, unicorn bowl. So cute. Because, you know... It might get too scary, and we need a magical unicorn to save us. Definitely. Okay, so um, I think we should start this episode by just talking about horror in general, what it means to you. So horror is big to me. I love horror. I don't know why, because 98% of horror films are bullshit. Mm. There's nothing good anymore. Um, But I just I get so excited when I find one that I go, that was brilliant. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you find something that is genuinely creepy, scary, got a good meaning behind it, doesn't happen very often, but I'm always on the hunt for this. Yeah. Um, I know, yeah, which is something we'll chat about in a minute, but I know you're big into like Resident Evil, so the more horror type games. Yeah, I suppose like your survival horror type mm. games. Are... What about books? I know you're a bit of a reader. Do you read many horror books? I've never really got into horror books, you know. I'm a terrible reader anyway. Okay. Like, I'm just, I just don't have the patience for it. I'll, get halfway through a book and then I just stop reading it. Me too. I, I do listen to my audiobooks. Oh, Obviously the drive audiobook. to work's quite quite long for me. Yeah. But I've not actually branched out into the horror genre. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how I'd feel, you know, like driving to work first thing in the morning, do I really want a horror book on? Maybe now the nights are drawing in on the way home might be quite cool, a bit creepy, a bit yeah. spooky. Mm. I might, might try that, give it a listen. Like things like Stephen King, you know, like the classics. Yeah, yeah, I've never 
never really read any of them, but you know. No, I'm the same. I think I think the last one I read was uh, Bird Box. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Way after the film came out, I kept reading. Everyone's going the book's way better. The book's way better. And I'm not a reader at all. I've read like ten books in my life. Half of them were at school. I spot the dog and that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not Your as creepy. As the yeah, exactly. So I read it, and uh, I'll be honest with you, the book was exactly the same as the film with a slightly different ending. Mm. So it's still good because I, I really enjoyed the film Bird Box. Anyway, I've still not seen it. Have you not? No. Uh, you see, I don't know what it is. It's not great by any sense of the word. Sandra Bullock fit. Yeah, it's always good. Um, but yeah, there's something about it I enjoyed. I really liked the concept of it. I, the book was quite good. Slightly different ending, but yeah, other than that, I, I did start reading the, oh God, I Am Legend. I Am Legend, yeah. I Am Legend. I did start reading that and I don't know where I put the book. Because obviously the book's vampires, isn't it? Not weird zombies. Oh, is it? Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I did start that and then I, fuck knows what I did with the book. But it's not, it's not even a big book. That's why I thought I'd do it. Yeah. But not, not enough pictures in it. And it's not pop up either. Like, you know, I like pop up books. <laughs> Difficult. Yeah, yeah. So, what does horror mean to you, Ryan? Um, I, I'm same as you. Like, I do love horror. I sort of have a love hate relationship with horror because I do like my horror films, but they're not something I'll just stick on randomly. Like for a lot of people, horror's like comfort, isn't it? They'll like yeah. watching. They'll just stick a com- like a, a film on just to feel safe. I guess which is a bit weird. I guess it's the the opposite, but. Mm. I watch a horror film to get scared. Oh, me too. And yeah. I'm not ashamed to say that I do get scared. You know, like horror films freak me out. Um, not enough to not watch them, but I suppose that I see the point of horror as to be scared. You know, you want to be feeling those emotions a little bit. Um, but then I, they, they do stick with me then. So then it's one case of, okay, if you, you know, you watch one of those films, it freaks you out, it's spooky. And then for the rest of the night or the next few days, I'll be, leaving the light on all the time or, yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah. you know, not checking behind the shower curtain and, you know, <laughs> not looking in the, in the, in the mirror in case someone stood behind me. So it, they do stick with me a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's weird, you know, because I'm so sort of numb to it that things like, you know, leaving the light on. Now I'll be honest, when I played Resident Evil Bioshock 7, that isn't it? When yes. I played that for the first time, I played it on uh, VR oh, God. and it was the scariest experience i've ever had yeah um i i had to leave the light on for the, long, the landing light on because right. I, I couldn't be honestly i was that terrified but i'm really weird so like things don't stick with me i find horror very boring these days unfortunately mm. it's more about gore and jump scares in fact it's not even about the jump scares anymore it's the you know when they open a mirror and it's like oh there's nothing there yeah and then they close it and then there's someone there so yeah. like the the second jump scare, it's like where we we know that's basically what you do now because jump scares got boring um but i am really weird in the aspect of so um up until recently i worked in a prison um and walking around that at night uh i used to shit myself mm. What do you think that's about? Uh, I don't know. We're being on your own in an old, it wasn't even, it was not a Victorian prison at all, but it's just an old, shitty, horrible building. Yeah. You, all the pipes are creaking and horrible. And I have this thing about looking out a window in the dark and seeing someone looking back at me. Like like in the in the window or it, like, you know, like down on the street or both. like. So in, in right in your face, that's jump scare. Yeah. So to me, yeah, yeah. But for me, it's the looking. So, for example, when I used to walk down, say, the wing, you look out the window, there'd be a courtyard, and the opposite side of the courtyard is the adjacent landing, which the light would randomly turn on because a bit of dust or whatever, and then I'd be like, oh, shit. So I purposely wouldn't look out the window. Yeah. Thinking that I'd look over and look out this other window and there's someone looking back at me. Yeah, yeah. It's and like I'm, a classic horror shot, yeah. isn't it, that you see in a film, like the like the old school, like well the, the the good ones i suppose you know like you i suppose throw back to like the original halloween where exactly, you know you've yeah. got like laurie like looking at out from i don't know babysitting and there's just mike myers just across the street just looking in through the window yeah it's not a jump scare but it's terrifying it's, it's terrifying yeah and i totally agree they're the things that get me most in the horror films it's not the jump scares because they're they're done in an instant yeah and you can feel the build up to them something jumps out it's really loud you can't help but be shocked because because of how loud and, yeah and because it, yeah, yeah you, you're gonna jump at that in even if it's in a, a non-horror film mm-hmm. but yeah they're the ones that freak me out as well you know where the idea that people are watching you or like so, like a character's just doing like mundane tasks like i don't know maybe doing the washing up and someone stood behind and watching them they're the things that freak me out yeah so 
I, I really enjoy. So, for example, I'm not even sure if you class it as a horror. I suppose it is. Did you watch Midsummer? I've not seen it. The, the Florence Aster, Pugh Florence one. Pugh Ari Aster film. Yeah. So I really wasn't into Hereditary when I saw it at the cinema. I thought it was absolute dog shit, if I'm honest. Yeah. Rewatched it later, loved it. And I was like, oh, actually, Ari Aster's got something going here. Midsummer, to me, is a brilliant horror in the aspect it is just so slow paced that the build up is just slow. So you've got time to take in how fucked up everything is. Yeah. And because it's such a. So Hereditary was dark, dark, scary, everything, the whole. There's something in the corner of the room. You know it's a shape. You know there's something there, but you can't quite figure it out because you're like, what is that? Because it's dark. Whereas Midsummer was very bright and it was all in like some Scandinavian, like lovely land and very cultish and stuff. And so everything that was going on really sort of fried your brain because you haven't got the scares of it being dark. Yeah. And the, the you know, I thought things like that are brilliant to me. Psychologically, get in your head like, what is going on? It's yeah. a terrifying experience. If you was there, what would you do? Yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I love stuff like that. Um, and I think like you've touched on something there. I think that's like, I suppose that's what horror films need to do now because they've been done to death. I mean, there is thousands, like tens of hundreds of thousands of horror films. Like, yeah. You know, that they seem to be the, you go to B, C, D movies. It'll just do a crappy horror film. But because they've been done to death, it's hard to do something new. So when they do something like that, like Midsummer, where it goes against everything you'd expect from a horror, mm-hmm. it's not dark, it's not spooky, it's not in this horrific place. A similar one would be a quiet place. Because, oh, you know, normally you get your jump scares from the dark, something jumping out of the dark, or it's all really like spooky and horrible. But again, that's a similar one because the monsters are attracted to sound in that. And the idea is that your characters have to be quiet throughout to stop these horrific monsters coming for them. That, that film is terrifying. Yeah, and it, because suddenly it just becomes like the most basic task, like they're just doing something, but they drop like a plate or that's something easily done that we wouldn't even think about. It could be a beautiful sunny day and they do that. And then, oh my God, the suspense. You just sat in shock and awe. Like, yeah. oh my God. And that- all they did was drop a plate. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was just, that's just cool because it flips the genre on its head. Massively. And when you think the two, like, worst parts of that film for me is when she stands on the fucking nail oh, and it God. goes straight into a fall. Oh God. It, it just can't make a sound. No. And it makes your gut wrench. And then the baby... Mm. she gives birth and there's this baby you can't stop a baby from crying yeah and they have to put it in that horrible coffin so like oh my god honestly yeah. and i'm re- ever since having a kid as well like i can't watch shit with kids anymore which yeah. i'll talk about film in a minute like that, which i spoke to you about but oh, so i couldn't coax you like shit this baby's about to be eaten this baby's about to be ripped apart because it, it, it's just crying yeah there's no understanding no um and another one, sort of, I spoke to you about it, and, and you've seen it. Uh, Cargo, which is very under the radar. Not many people seen Cargo. Yeah. Zombie film. You know, I'm, I'm all down for the classic um, zombie Dracula, like they're them type of monsters. A zombie film with um, what's his name, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman, which you just don't expect in this sort of film in the outbacks of Australia, which again you don't expect that to be a setting. And the whole story is he's been bitten. He's going to turn into a zombie, but he has a baby. So he needs to find someone in a, in this world where everyone's just killing each other to try to survive, to look after his baby before he turns into a zombie. Yeah. Oh my God. So that's a horror film, but the whole way through it, you just want to cry. Mm. Because it's, it's, not, it's not scary. It's a couple of jump scares, but... It's not the, about that, is it? No. It's- and how you can use a genre, a horror genre, but take the, the horror out of it and make it more about... That emotion, yeah, it's so cleverly done, and not yeah. a lot of people seen that film. No. I'll push it. I struggle with it. Now. I've rewatched it since, like having a little, and, and oh god, I just want to ball the whole way through it because you just think, what would I do? Yeah, what well, yeah. I need to find someone to look after my daughter. And right? I think that's what's good about that that film. It it makes you ask, ask those questions, don't it? Like you know, oh shit, what would I do in that situation? Exactly. Or you know, that one makes you it makes you think. So I suppose it sticks with you in that sense. It's not just another generic run of the mill oh, zombies are just going to eat me and like, let's, you know, we've all run through a zombie scenario in our heads, haven't we? We've all thought, right, where would we go in a zombie apocalypse? Yeah. But, you know, you never really ask yourself those tough questions of, okay, what would I do if a family member were bitten or if I was bitten, how am I going to take care of people? Yeah. Because I guess you don't want to really. Because it's not really nice. It's so morbid. What a a horrible thought. (laughs) But I suppose the whole horror genre is quite morbid anyway, isn't it? Fascination with death and and gore and scaring and it's all like i suppose what would be once upon a time taboo subjects oh 100 100 um what what would you say your favorite 
horror would be then? And I'm, I'm going to put this across a lot of spectrums. So if you want to give a film, a game and something else, or if you just like, no, survival horror games are my jam, like what would you put there as in um, your, some of your favourites? I mean, definitely survival horror games I'm big into. Like, you know, currently I'm smashing through the Resident Evil games. <laughs> big time. <laughs> um, yeah, like I love that. Like Resident Evil 1, you know, it's, it's an old game. It's like 20... Well, 1996 it came out, remastered in 2002. So, you know, and I only recently got into it. It's on my, been on my list for ages, but just having the guts to tackle it, really. I completed it two days ago, Ryan. I know, yeah. You've completed it 83 times. I know, yeah. I completed it for the I, first time two days ago. And it's it's just a great game. It's spooky. It's I, I love that transition. You start off as these survivors that have no clue, really. You have limited awareness or you have no idea what's going on and you have to... You have to fo- find your way and solve these puzzles and by the end of it you become a little bit more i like the, i suppose i like the development of the characters which you get in your horror films as well you yeah, know yeah. like these terrified survivors that by the end they're badass you know they've evolved the ones that have survived anyway and i, I suppose i like that transition from in the face of adversity people can come through and be tougher and more badass for it more badassery we all love badassery yeah don't we? yeah and then like obviously so i finished one and two now on resident evil about to start resident evil three the remakes, that is. Of course. Um, yeah. And they're just they're just fun. Um again, the jump scares still get me. So they're yeah. probably my, but I'm not I don't I don't play like exclusively survival horror, and there's so many of those games out there. Like I never played the Alien one, Alien Isolation, is it? I know a few people have played that and it terrified them. Yeah, yeah. Cause again, you, you're helpless in that. You can't yeah. do anything. Just, and I, I said, you know, in the last episode how the alien was my number one villain yeah so suddenly you've got a game that's all about this one horrific villain trying to kill you and you can't do anything to fight it off i think you can maybe throw a th- couple of things to get it you know to stun it a little bit but that's it you are yeah. literally running for your life um there was uh, it's quite big at one point the evil within i think a couple of them I've, come out i've got them i played again played the first one but i didn't complete it it's no. it's just they're not nice worlds to go into. So I think <laughs> if you lose interest, it's hard to pick it back up and get into them. I agree, yeah. Um, it's not just something like, oh, let's just pick, let's just put Rocket League on or Minecraft because it's nice. It's a nice world to go into. I definitely, as for a horror genre, I have to be in the mood for it. I oh, think. definitely. For, for games, like I say, films, I, I just, I do just love them. And yeah. if I'm looking for a film, I'm, I'm always flicking, especially, you know, like I'm, I'm single, but if. I have a female round, or you're going, oh, should watch a film. I've somebody, I always just go to horror yeah. immediately. I, d- I don't know what that is. It's just kind of like, a, I don't know, oh, come here. So, good, good luck. I'll save you from the scary <laughs> monster. Even I'm probably small you scared. You absolute than they are. hero. <laughs> yeah, I'm shitting myself. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That just seems to be my go to go to on that. Um, have you ever, I did tell you to watch it, and I don't remember if you said you have. Have you ever seen a film called The Babadook? I haven't, no. My all time favorite yeah horror. in fact it's up there with with some of my favorite films wow you know, okay like, it's just really there's nothing overly special to it and if you watch it as maybe not so much a film fan it is just about a woman and a son she reads this book it's quite fucked up it's all like hand drawn hand drawn it's about this this creepy monster called the babadook and uh then the babadook like becomes real and starts scaring it but the whole underline of that film is basically about a mother, single mother, trying to deal with being a parent and all this shit is all psychological and and the stress and the depression and the anxiety of being a single mother trying to be the best for a son. Does the and I we all love that. We all love a film with a great underlying like, you know, meaning behind it. Yeah. And the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, I I like what they've done then. Back then I didn't watch film. I wasn't interested in film, I wasn't bothered. And I went, okay, I, I can see something in this. Rewatched it later when I was more into film, and I was like, "Shit, what a great idea!" Yeah. Like, because it's not—it's one of these. It's not too hidden that you've got to be really into it and pay a lot of attention to understand. There's more to it than just a monster, but there's a little bit more into it that you've got to mm. search for it. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. I'm not that type of snobby person that, that looks for meaning in every film. Most films are just films to me. Yeah, but this one is just—I just love it. And it was the—I can't remember the director's name jennifer jennifer something but it was her first ever film as well okay and it was just absolutely banging it's my out of this whole like you know conversation this whole episode anyone listening to it go watch the babadook i think it's on 
like BBC iPlayer or something oh, like okay. that randomly. Well, it's yeah. just such a good low budget film. Yeah. First, like I said, director's first film. Um, it, it's just so, so good. Yeah. Love I'll definitely two. check it out. Um, I suppose for me, I think I'm, I guess for horror, for horror, for me, it doesn't have to be scary. Like probably my favorite horror film is Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow. Not seen that in years. I know See, you watched it recently, didn't you? Yeah. And I absolutely love that. I mean, I love that sort of era, like Johnny Depp, that Tim Burton. Don't get me wrong. I can take or leave Tim Burton at times, but I love that. It's like, like the gothic horror feel. So, and it's not scary really. It's a bit of gore, but by today's standard, nothing. It's just like about the headless horseman, but I love those sort of classic stories. I guess I think that's what I'm more drawn to those supernatural stories that are a bit creepy. Um, I love that as the aesthetic, you know, where it's like all spooky in the fog and like, you know, when you got these old like things like Dracula, the old castles and stuff like that. I love all that side of it. That's that sort of stuff that gets me right into the horror genre. It, it doesn't have to just be a, a scary film for the sake of it. And that's probably why I love like the Hammer Horror stuff. I was just about to mention like the old school. Yeah, I mean, Christopher Lee, Peter Cushion, you know, it's. Uh, they're iconic and I yeah. love those. They would be my go-to horror films. Yes, 100%. While, you know, and I, but I must hold my hands up and say there's so well, there's hundreds of them and it, it'd take you a lifetime just to watch them all. Oh, but definitely. even some of the, the more iconic ones, like I've not seen Christopher Lee's Dracula. They're on my list. Just get quite hard to get hold of them these days. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like The Mummy, Frankenstein, you know, they're all great films and I love that. And again, you know, they're old, they're like the sort of 60s, 70s films, but they're still great today because they're not just like tacky jump scares for the sake of it or ridiculous gore. There's hardly any gore in any of them, but, you know, they're telling these like classic stories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you think we're missing a trick these days by like not using the old, say, universal monster type monsters more you know like you're going back to like your, your 20s aren't you you're not in 20s yeah so your frankenstein your frankenstein monster your werewolves do you think we're missing out on a trip by not using them more maybe it's, it's hard because have they been done to death you know how many remakes have we had like the 20s and maybe the 50s and the 70s and there's probably been some in the 2000s i think the problem with most horror films now is everything's just over the top and a lot of like things like it's just big cgi and it's just ridiculous like i don't know that i've not even watched it but it just looked terrible i know it bombed like the tom cruise's the mummy film um that was set up to be something so much different they were supposed to be doing a whole universe yeah like universe but that was so shit that Mm -hmm. they didn't bother with it which is bad it's such a shame isn't it i mean nothing is ever going to be Brendan Fraser's The Mummy, 1999. <laughs> Classic film. Legend. Absolute legendary film. Maybe that's my ultimate. You class that as horror, I guess. Horror, action, adventure. I suppose that's just a mishmash yeah, a of, of a all of them. It's not an out-and-out horror, but still, you're never going to beat that. I suppose that's up there. Like, you could say that about... Um... Raiders of the Lost Ark and shit, couldn't you really? Like, the real horror element to yeah. what's going down, but it's an action-adventure film. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I suppose I do quite like it as well when you get like the horror stuff in like the kids stuff, like as well, like Coraline. Oh God, I love Coraline. Such a good film. Creepy as anything. Yeah, it's freaking. Say it's a kids film. That is terrifying. Yeah. And yeah, I love that. So I suppose the horror elements it just can be put to to everything. But would I like to see the classic monsters back? Yeah, I think so. But... Yeah, I, th- I, I just don't know. If, I just don't know how you do it now, how you'd approach it. It's hard, isn't it? Because, I mean, I look back to, I remember watching as a, as a youth, it was one of my mum's favourite films, was um, Interview of a Vampire. Mm. And uh, that terrified me. I, I was so scared growing up of vampires. Yeah. I just had this big thing of they were real, the, the, the pain that you'd go through being bitten by a vampire. Yeah. And even as a, as a kid, I used to think about the pain you'd go through transforming into a vampire yourself and then what you have to do to other people it used to terrify me growing up yeah of what vampires and that was a big thing but then um what i do quite like and have you watched day shift yet on netflix is Uh, that the um, jamie Jamie fox one i haven't it's It's on my list to watch yeah it It, looks like ridiculous yeah and i'm all about because again it's about vampires so it's horror themed but it's just an action comedy jamie fox a bit you know blade-esque that he's just going out in his 
job is to just kill vampires, take the teeth, the teeth are worth money, basically. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's fucking brilliant. Uh, yeah, it's one of those it. sit at home on a Wednesday night. You're just chilling. You just had your tea. Yeah, you've yeah. Stuck yeah. a lamp on and a candle because you can <laughs> treating yourself. You know, I just want to film with with the missus, whatever. It's so fun. Yeah, it's just a fun film, and it's got um, Dave Franco in it as well, who I don't normally like, but he's great in it. Yeah, it, it looks good. It does look good fun. I know you said about it before. I definitely will watch it. Yeah, it's amazing how that's a whole other subgenre as well, isn't it? The horror comedy. Yeah, and some of those are some of the best films going, let alone horror or comedy. Just like you think Shaun, Shaun of the Dead, the Dead. Is, is the <laughs> obvious away. one. Amazing <laughs> yeah. film. Like Edgar Wright. I absolutely love Edgar Wright. He's big, one big of my favourite yeah. directors. Um, it's just genius. Like it just works so well. And that's just something I could, that is a film that I could put on again, again and again. And I have done. And I could probably yeah. quote oh, yeah. it word for word. Um, but yeah, it just, I suppose horror It's you can use it, utilize it in so many different formats and so many different definitely, ways, can't you? Definitely. And, and like you say, you can have something and just add a horror element to it, or you can have a whole horror, as we was talking about with Cargo, have a whole horror background, but remove the horror and insert romance. You can insert yeah. emotion in any other way and it yeah, becomes yeah, yeah. something else that that to the horror element is just a back character. Yeah. Which which are, that's why I I love love horror there's so much you can you can do with it so who would you say would be i, I was going to say best horror character what character would you say is the scariest so you could just go zombies in general vampires in uh, general okay or you could particularly pick michael myers freddy krueger that sort um, of thing well obviously on the last episode i did pick the alien you did and i've now mentioned that again this episode so i don't want to talk about the alien again we'll talk because you know, the alien is terrifying. Very, very scary. Um, again, I, Jack Torrance, I spoke about before. He's, yeah. he's terrifying, but in a different way. I suppose that's the more psychological horror stuff. That's a tough one. Do you know what mine is? Go on. In any film, so it's not a particular person, Kid Ghosts. Yeah, oh, yeah. I knew you Get were going to say that. Don't yeah. want Kid Ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Go away, two little girls from the Shining. Yeah. Go away, girl from the ring. The Get girl away from, from the ring me. is the worst thing, actually. That she <laughs> She's the worst one. She freaks me the hell out. The hair <laughs> yeah. dangling down, coming through the TV. I, when I saw that film, I was quite young and it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. To the point where I just couldn't look at a telly yeah. because I was terrified of like static coming on and then just seeing her face and her crawling out of it. It is horrific. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Anything like, especially like little girl ghosts or, oh yeah, just get fucked. Yeah, well, why just, are you here? Just, just get the fuck away from me. Leave <laughs> yeah, me alone. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I mean, even to the point of, I mean, she's obviously not dead in it, but like uh, poltergeist when she gets sucked into the TV and her talking and it's yeah. like really reverbed and you're just like, oh no, yeah. oh no, I don't like this. No, no not one bit. But obviously, as, as we just mentioned, the two the two little girls from. Um, from the shining from the shining yeah, yeah. come play, come play with us forever oh, no no there's no there is no need for that no no there's no need to be no. that person because you just run over and boot them in the face and just like <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to kick a kid yeah <laughs> well they make me want to right <laughs> and they're a ghost so you fall go straight through yeah, and you and fall then, over and, and then i look like, like a twat as well <laughs> and if i was in the shine i'd probably fall over in like the river of blood and it's just it's just, that's never going to come out of this white hoodie is it of course it's not man <laughs> so we're going with a uh, little girl ghost yeah yeah they the can go fuck themselves yeah it's the scariest thing of all time did you ever play the fear games um i've seen bits of them but i never played them myself fear three i think it was oh my god no yeah terrifying oh. but even down to it's not even a ghost it's um resident evil one the film that little girl who is the AI. System. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, She's yeah. terrifying. She is, yeah. Go she's away. awful, yeah. Why are you got to make it a little girl? Yeah. That's not okay. No. To be fair, just, yeah, ghost, ghosts and supernatural stuff, they're the ones that get me most. I think they're the ones me that freak too. me out. Like, you know when it's like horrors, it's just like, I don't know, some guy who's got a knife. Not like Michael Myers, because he's a bit supernatural, but you know, like, I don't know, like, I'm trying to think Scream. of a film. Scream. It's just a dude in a mask with a knife. And you just, I can't help but watch those th films and think, these guys getting killed are just idiots. They're getting killed by some just nut job with a knife who's just like a normal dude. So they're the ones that just sort of piss me off. They don't scare me as much because I like to think, okay, I'll just run away from this person and not fall over and I'll be fine. <laughs> you can't do that though. That's, yeah. that's, that's not allowed. Yeah. Or, like, or, or, or what I'll do is I will lock 
these doors when I get in, ho- in my house and then this normal guy can't break in or if he starts to break in, I'll ring the police. Hmm. They're the ones that don't get me as much. Another good tip as well is when you go into a room, turn the turn fucking the lights light on. on. Yeah, turn yeah, yeah. Turn Yeah, I mean, that's... Well, we'll come to smile in a second, <laughs> but that's just fucking ridiculous. You know... Why anyone walks around in the pitch black when, when you're, you're just, already scared? When you're already terrified of what's just happened to you, there's a fucking monster or a serial killer after you. What do you do when you walk in your house? No, no, no. I'm not going to turn all the lights on. I'm just going to go straight to the fridge to get a drink and then just have the light from the fridge illuminate the silhouette of a fucking monster. Let me tell you something. 99% of the time, there's something behind that fridge door when you close it. I'm telling you. Yeah. And if I it know. isn't there, it's when you look the other way, because the double scare, as we just said. Exactly. Yeah. But it's the supernatural stuff that get me. Like the Conjuring films, they freak me out. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch The Unborn? No. I was really quick, because that's about a fucking kid ghost as well. No, go away. So, uh, I don't know, the kid was maybe killed in the womb or something i can't quite remember the film i went to cinema unborn and it. makes sense but in that there was this there's a scene that stuck with me forever where she opens the medicine cabinet shuts it opens it again and she's not looking and she goes to grab something and the little kid ghost is like all like crimpled up inside it all like twisted uh, okay it, oh, creepy as shit yeah yeah uh, reagan from exorcist that crab walk she does down the stairs to this day, still makes me feel a little bit sick. When yeah, I think it, it is. Because it's awful. It is. I feel like, was it a scary movie that parodied that? Yeah, they're playing the piano. She's just pissing herself yeah, for like so, five minutes. Yeah, so <laughs> I feel like that sort of shattered the illusion for that, for me a little bit. Fucking scary movies. They were brilliant to start off with. Oh, they, they were. Just, they were like very much like a, a symptom of the time, like that sort of late 90s, early 2000s stupid parody stuff. Yeah, and they just went ridiculous, didn't they? Like yeah. the Spartan movie. and Yeah, they were all stupid, but... Scary movie one and two, I quite like. Oh yeah, like. but then the you, had to, brothers. you had to, yeah, you had to grow up with them. I guess of course. they wouldn't hold up <laughs> now. I don't think. Definitely not. Um, sweet. Anything else you want to discuss before we go on to talk about a film? No, I suppose we could just uh, yeah. So easy to talk about horror generally. Just all we could the do time. It, we could do it all day. And I do love it, and I will probably end up watching more over the next few days because it's Halloween in two days. It not for you is. guys, but for us guys, it is. Yeah, it is. I've got Texas Chainsaw Massacre lined up, ready to go. The That's original. My next one. The original. I've never seen it. It's my next one to watch. I might watch it later, actually. Yeah. Do not think. Oh, I've watched that. I'll just rewatch the new one on Netflix. Yeah, I always it's try and avoid thing. that. Yeah. I've... Actually, we could discuss that very quickly before we move on to the film. Is over the last few years, they've seemed to bring back all the originals. So they've re- they've done Texas Chainsaw, yep. a new one, um, which was dog shit. Uh, Halloween, which we're going to discuss. Obviously, they've done a trilogy from that. Yep. They've just redone Hellraiser, which apparently is actually quite good. Okay. Um, Scream. They did another Scream with the original cast. Yep. Courtney Cox and David Arquette and all that lot. You know what? Was what it was. Mm-hmm. For, for a film... It basically it sat there and just took the piss out of itself and went, yeah, yeah we, we know the sort of, we know the screen films were what well, they're very nice is here we are again it's us again you know jolly jolly whatever it was actually all right yeah not scary not anything if you're a fan of the screen films very nostalgic and it takes the piss out of itself a little bit of we know what we are that's why you're watching us yeah and I I can respect a film that does that of we're not here to to win Oscars we're just here to to give you what you liked back in the nineties yeah or whenever. That's Screen fair. Was. I'm trying to think, has there been anything else that's been remade recently of the classic? Oh, it's hard to keep track, you know. Yeah, obviously, Freddy happened a few years ago, as we mentioned in the last episode, where they made him a paedophile. Um, like Jason, Jason's not Jason's come back for a while. Not for a long while. Maybe a decade or so. Mm. Yeah, he's, When he's was Freddy B. Jason? Oh, jeez. God, that film. A long time ago. Yeah. And it's dog shit. Yeah, <laughs> film yeah. It's so bad. So it's, unnecessary. Yeah, I mean, these... Horror is definitely a, a genre that turns that creates franchises, isn't it? You know, you, you get one good horror film and then suddenly it's a massive franchise. Saw. Saw, you know, Halloween, like you said, Friday, the Night, Nightmare on the Street. But them films, I think you, you could get away with that in the 80s. Yeah. But just these, I mean, I saw, we saw what Saw was doing. Saw said we want to bring out... A, this is going to be the decade for Saw. We're yeah. bringing a Saw film out every year for 10 years. 
And you know what? Saw one and t- saw one was fucking saw phenomenal. Saw one was great. Saw two was good. I enjoyed the second one in that little house. And I've got this really weird thing with needles as well. And when mm. they get thrown into when he gets that thrown pit into of that needles. pit of needles, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that's got ridiculous. And yeah. you know what? By the end of it, I mean, have you seen Spiral yet? No. With Chris Rock. So he is that the spin-off it? of Saw? So it's the newer one. He said he's bringing Saw back, right? And produced Spiral. Okay. Right, Chris Rock needs to go away with Kid Ghosts. <laughs> he, he needs to be locked in a box and fucked off because I cannot stand him. Right. I, honestly, I don't think he can act for shit. Yeah. His voice is annoying. Yeah. So why did you go, oh, I'm, well, I'm going to produce a new Saw film because everyone isn't bored of that. I'm going to put myself in the lead role. No, Chris Rock. No, Chris Rock. Fuck off. Just needs a slap, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Do we know anyone? <laughs> yeah, it was, oh, I watched it recently. The thing is, but, I mean, I'd never pay for it. I waited for it to come on, whatever it was, Netflix, whatever it was. But I'll, I'll watch him and they know that people like us will watch him. Because people just, always go out and watch horror. People love yeah. horror. It's a massive genre. They know it's a safe bet. Like you said, never going to win Oscars. But people will go see it. Like you and me and uh, our friend Kanish. We're uh, we're going to start watching horror films on a monthly basis. Yeah. The Psycho Sickos, big up. The Psycho Sickos. <laughs> <laughs> big up the Psycho Sickos. Yeah. So uh, one, once a month or whatever, we'll be coming back with a new horror film that'll probably dog shit. Yeah. Just to talk about it. Yeah. So speaking of dog shit, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we went off to see Smile recently, didn't we? We did. We took a little cinema trip, just the two of us. We did indeed. I, I drove out to your place I'd never been before. Mm-hmm. I only come to meet your wife, if I'm honest. Yeah, well. Um, so, you know, went round there. She made me pizza, banging. Yeah. And then we, were, then we popped off to go at Smile, which we didn't pay for. We didn't. Well, yeah. Use your meerkat code and my unlimited. I'm always down for that. Yeah. Always down for that. Um, so do you want to get right? I'll tell you what, give us the premise of smile, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> smile. That's it. At the end. <laughs> yeah. 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 So smile, it's, it's a supernatural horror film where this, it starts off with a psychiatric doctor, mm-hmm. would you say, mm-hmm. um, treats patients that come in off the street and there's a girl right at the start. She's terrified that something's after her. She doesn't really explain it. And then she sees this something, something, and then the doc- starts freaking out. The doctor calls for help. As she turns around, the girl is smiling at her with this, to be fair, freaky smile, Creep, creepy, creepy smile, smile mm-hmm. big grin, and then proceeds to slit her own throat in front of the doctor. Mm. And then, obviously, the doctor is freaked out, understandably. That was pretty brutal, actually. It was a fairly good start to the film, I thought. Yeah, you know, I, I, agree. I was. I mean, we'd seen it pretty much from the trailer, to be fair, so we knew what was going to yeah, happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just freaky out. She was just smiling, slicing her own throat. There is something weird about people smiling at you. Yeah. Just like staring and smiling. It is unsettling. Yeah. Even in a non horror context. It's yeah, just, why are you smiling? Why are you so happy? What, yeah. It scares your, me that you're the, happy. Books, your problem. <laughs> yeah. Um be miserable like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, what well, you've got to be happy about is prick. <laughs> yeah. In this day and age. <laughs> so, um, and then she proceeds to get haunted by this supernatural demon Just creature smile at that, her. that she, she keeps seeing people smile at her. And then it's about her trying to uncover the mystery of what's going on and the trail of suicides. And yeah, that thing sums it up. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So anyone that it, it kind of... Anyone that witnesses this smile monster make them kill themselves, then becomes haunted by them, and and that and then, sort of premise. Yeah, and then they'll kill themselves in front of someone else, and it keeps getting passed on. Yeah, it's so, sort of like you you take on. We've seen it in quite a lot of horror films, haven't we? Like The Ring. The you Ring. Wa- you watch that's the perfect example of like you know you watch the videotape and then she's after you, and yeah. then someone else watches the video, gets passed it on to someone else, and then they get chased by this thing. So it's very similar. Yeah, very um, very modern in the, in the aspect of this is how most horror films go. The one thing I will say about this film, anyone that goes to watch it might say, shit, you get what you get. Absolutely. It, it tells you on the tin what you're going to go get. Yeah. If that made you want, want to go to cinema to watch it, you're getting what it says on the tin. Yeah. So don't moan because it gave you that. There, there, wasn't, there was a couple of decent jump scares. There were some good ones. The... Obviously, we'll not give spoilers away because it's still, I suppose, out. Well, it probably won't be by the time this episode ends. It definitely won't be. Um, 
But the laptop one, that was yeah. a good scare. Very good scare. That, you know, so there was, like you said, you got exactly what he, he, it said on the tin. Yeah. It was a good acting. I think the, the main woman in it, I don't know her name, but... Um, no, I've not seen her in anything before. She genuinely looks terrified. And as the film goes on, the bags get more around her eyes. She's not sleeping. She looks more and more fucked up by the day. What we did say was, when if you do watch Smile, Smile has a lot of people that look like other people in it. Don't yeah, they? yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. whole film was like, isn't that? No, it's not. <laughs> it looks like every 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 actor's been bought off Wish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Pedro Pascal's Wish yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, but it was it was okay. Like, I left the cinema satisfied. Yeah, horror yeah, it, standard. It, it it did exactly what I said. If you wanted a half decent horror with some decent acting, few jumps, bit of a supernatural twist. Then exactly. Then that's that. So and you've seen horror films before, so you a bit like what you just said there, Ryan. The Ring. You've seen before. Something gets very scary. Something's haunting you. So I need to find out what it is. Yeah. The yeah. only thing about this smile is you're kind of watching it going, "Well, how can you figure out that?" Yeah. That was a bit to me. I was a bit like, "Well, I'm not sure how you're going to figure this out." No. So I think they did well in to making a bit of a story, story to that, it. Yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. a hard thing to do. What I did like about this, I don't know if you saw it online. Um, they had people go to baseball games, football games, all this in America, um, wearing smile t-shirts and just stand the whole time with a freaky smile on their face. Okay. For the whole game. And that was how they did They were doing promo like that. That's cool. So like the camera would zoom in and it's just someone with that creepy smile with the smile thing on. They'd just stand there the whole game. That must have been exhausting. Off. I know. Could you imagine? <laughs> Fucking hell, I struggled to smile for five minutes. I know, you know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, but, so, yeah. There was just it, certain horror tropes, I guess you'd say, like, that pissed me off. Like we said about it earlier, you know, she's just witnessed this horrific murder, like suicide, sorry. And she goes home, you know, understandably freaked out, wants to have a drink, goes to the fridge, turns on no lights in the house. She's absolutely terrified seeing these freakish things everywhere. So why would you just stand in the fucking dark? And she's seen a lot of freaky things at this point. It's not just the murder. She's looking yeah. outside. She keeps seeing the girl that murdered herself. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. She's seen people smile at her. And so, oh, come on, love. I'd have every single light on in the every house. Like, like, I'm going. No, all the lamps are on. All the lights are on. A million candles are on. Literally, I am basically turning my living room into the sun. You know? Exactly. But And then also... She goes to have a drink. Don't, don't. Oh, this, this kid, I don't know why. <laughs> Every really time annoying. she goes for a drink, she gets her wine bottle and a little, like, I don't know, like tumbler glass and pours in the equivalent of, like, a shot. A, a single whiskey. A single whiskey. But it's white wine. Exactly. Like, no one pours <laughs> that little amount of white wine in a glass. And then she proceeds to sort of, like, down it all in one and then goes to refill it. It's like, what are you doing, love? I d- it pissed me off because, you know what, if you're going to do that... Use single malt or yeah. a bourbon as Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what we expect in American Not a film. fucking little Chardonnay. Exactly. Fucking the whole time. Because when I first noticed it, the second time she did it, I sort of, I did that slow turn to you as you were doing the slow yeah. turn to me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he, he's there. He gets yeah. it. It's just really cool. I think just wanted to say the one of the shots of her, like her hands shaking so she could clink the glasses together, like as she pours this... That's this, this all drink it was, really yeah. nervously and then drops the glass. It's like, well, you probably wouldn't drop the glass if you just poured one drink. You twat. You twat. <laughs> I can have your hands are shaking. Drink through a straw. Stupid <laughs> fucking bin. <laughs> More than that, yeah. Pretty decent. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. A couple, couple of tropes like that. But other than that, I mean, the, you know, when you do eventually see the smile monster, a very basic, nothing overly scary about it. No. Um, nothing to write home about. But no. yeah, it is what it is. If you enjoy yeah. just a, a standard bullshit horror... I'd definitely say watch it. It's, it's going to be out for you now. It always is. Horrors come out quite quick, don't they? On, yeah. On your streaming site. So so definitely say give that a go. Um, so yeah, that was Smile. It's not in the cinema anymore because it's, what, December now, I'm assuming, by the yeah, time yeah. this comes out. <laughs> uh, the but, Christmas films are out. <laughs> so we'll review these. And <laughs> yeah. You can listen to them next July. Ah, oh, shit, we need to talk about Nightmare for Christmas now, don't we? Oh, I, love that, I love that film. <laughs> Banging film. Okay, um, so what we did was went to the cinema, but we also thought it'd be quite nice to for the people that don't like to go to cinema or just haven't got the time to maybe just watch a Netflix one. Yeah, Everyone's got a bit of Netflix, just stream one. Um, and I was like, right, what do we need? We just need a decent classic horror film. 
Yeah. So we found a film called A Classic Horror Story <laughs> and went, well, we may as well do that, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ticks all the boxes straight away. It ticks all the boxes. So we, we was um, debating between that and a film called Old People and I watched Old People and text Ryan saying, don't watch Old People. <laughs> 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 Just do A Classic Horror Story because this other one's shit. Yeah. Um, so A Classic Horror Story is a 2021 Netflix film. It's Italian, if I remember right. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, and it's about five people sort of travelling through uh, South Italy, um, wherever they're going, they're sort of carpooling. Um, one of the dickheads in there has been drinking, jumps behind the wheel and smashes the car. They all get knocked out in the crash, come around in the big Winnebago type thing that they're in and they're just in the middle of the woods. So they've crashed on a road. They're now in the middle of the woods. They've got no idea how they got there. There's nothing around them but forest and this creepy, culty looking um, cabin in the middle of the woods is all that's there. And from there, it just becomes a bit of a survival thing, a survival film that yeah. all got to try to survive. P- people are picked off quick in this film. Yeah, yeah, they don't mess around, do they? No, no, people are picked off, off very quick. Um, is it worth spoiling this film really I think we spoil it yeah I don't think it really matters it, I mean I'll see what you think about it in a minute I didn't hate it but it turns very quickly from this yeah. survival type horror that is quite creepy you know there's, they keep telling this story about the, these three tree gods or whatever they are and one's got no tongue one's got no eyes one's not got this or whatever yeah no he is I think it is yeah, and, yeah. Then the, and then this massive cult are turning up and clamping people's eyes out and cutting people's tongues out and it's yeah. all quite, sort of like quite culty isn't it like sacrificing to the old gods type sort yeah. of vibe and I'm down for that like, um, that's my yeah. type of thing and then it goes from there to the Italian mafia yeah, you have to help me out here, right? It's like, uh, yeah, it was a bit weird. So basically, what happens is, um, if you don't want spoilers, then just stop listening now. But it turns into like, it's all like an elaborate ploy, and they're actually one of the guys who's with the group is actually in on it the whole time. He's, and he's set it, mafia, it all up, yeah. and he's like not one that made them crash and drugged them all and stuff. And he's part of this group that are actually, and he's filming the whole thing. And he's basically filming and turning these murders into like a real life horror film. Yeah. So a bit snuffy, isn't it? Like a snuff film. Yeah. So it's like an elaborate horror film. And it's weird because like they've got one girl left and she's watching this. She finds out this unveiling and then actually he's in on it. And the girl that they saved halfway through, she's in on it and, it's all supposed to be a big shock that it's actually, yeah, these weird snuff film. Yeah, because, so the whole point is that they are the Italian mafia. Yeah. And that the mafia doesn't have any power really anymore. So I didn't really get it. Are the, are the tree ghost gods real? I don't and think so. I think, that was just, I think that was just all part of this horror film to make it like a horror film. So I imagine they'll do that. They'll create this one and it'll be called... I don't know, whatever they call it. Well, they called it a classic, a classic horror, horror story. story yeah. And then they'd capture some more people and then they'd create a different story. Mm. So I think they're just using that. The whole cult thing was just a ploy, like a plot line yeah, to, yeah, to make yeah. it look like an actual horror. It's, it's films go. What I did quite like is because obviously that whole, you know, snuff film, it brings up exactly as you would watch Netflix so the same sound, the same um, logo and everything, but they watch it. So basically they go on the Onion website, yeah. which is your, your way of getting on the dark web. They load up what's called Blood Flicks, but it's got the exact same logo as Netflix, the same sound, and they start watching a classic horror story yeah. done as if they'd just filmed it. I thought that was actually quite, I liked that as an ending. That, like, that was quite a cool yes. like ending. Yeah, it was like Blood Flicks, like, yeah, like a snuff version of Netflix. Yeah. Um, what did you think to the film? Um, it was, it was average. Mm-hmm. I feel like it started off, yeah, your standard, your stereotypical horror film, as in like a group of strangers, they get stranded in the woods, don't know what's going off. They get All picked off. stories. Yeah, they get, and start getting picked off one by one. And they're sort of making throwaway links to like horror films throughout. So yeah. it's almost like, you know, self-deprecating humour in a lot of ways, isn't yeah. it? Like, oh, look, it's just like a horror film and all this. And it's like, and I felt like that was okay because it's sort of, they're trying to make fun of themselves, but then equally 
the things that were making fun of themselves were the reasons why it was still shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, it's like we've been stuck. Like, it's like, oh, we're stuck in the woods. It's just like a horror film. It's like, ha, 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 it is a horror but film. But it is a horror film. That's exactly what we're watching, you <laughs> fucking morons. So it was, it was okay. Like, there's some cool moments in it. Yeah. I, I just, I felt like the deaths weren't satisfying enough. Um, <laughs> That's a weird, freaky thing to say. Yeah. I think what they did quite well is so. The death of the first mate boy, because they, they didn't go overly gory to start off with. No. So the death of the first guy, they pin him down, they put this weird clamp on his head that basically removes his eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, but you don't see it. It's no. the whole, you see the thing go to his eye, so it's nearly touching. Yeah. Then the surroundings, and then they start cranking it again, and his yeah. blood-curdling screams, and, you know, you, you picture the, uh, going to the people that are watching it or kind of looking through the cracks and watching it. Um, I thought, okay, cool. They're trying to avoid the gore like this. Then then they kind of completely ignore that on the next one and remove some people's eyes and someone's tongue. And yeah, it just, yeah, it was kind of like pick one, but like, be yeah, gory or don't. I know. And then, like, when there was like, I think there's the girl they had her pinned up and they were slicing her eyes out as well at like the altar. And she's yeah. really giving a very half-arsed scream. I'm sorry, but if someone's cutting my eyes out with a fucking kitchen knife, you're going to be hearing me like you know, five miles away. Well, like, come here, let's try it. Screaming <laughs> <laughs> with a pen. <laughs> but, you know, she's sort of like, ah, this is really painful. Like, come on. Come on, mate. But I don't know, up until that point where, because again, the main woman, the one who survives the whole way through, I really, I thought she was pretty good. Yeah. And when she's, you know, he kind of... Um, Oh, what's the film where she gets raped and then she gets her revenge on him? I spit in your grave. Yes. It gave me very I spit in your grave vibes. Yeah. After that, you know, she's fucked up. She's been stabbed through the hands. She's covered in blood. She's out for revenge. I quite liked that. I thought, oh, she's quite good. It just got a bit weird. Yeah. Up to that point, I'm down for it. Cults again, mate. Yeah. Cults again, I'm down. It's your so, jam. Yeah, it's my jam. So I was like, okay, this is going to be a standard okay, good horror. You know, it just got a bit weird. Yeah. And I just didn't, then I got a bit confused because I have seen this film before. It obviously wasn't that memorable because I didn't remember I'd seen it. Yeah. Um. So I was kind of half watching it and half, you know, doing the washing and stuff. And I missed something because then, then I got confused because I was like, well, are the gods real? What did I miss? Mm. And I've seen this, it's the second time I've seen it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not that memorable. But all in all, it's all right. It, it's all right. It's yeah. just a very weird tweet. They would have kept with the original storyline. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably been more about it. And been I like think, yeah, standard. I think the same. Yeah. They tried to put a twist on it. Yeah. Which was okay. It just. It wasn't as satisfying. No. I think, yeah, like I said, if it, it, they're just stuck with the cult thing and actually sacrificing people and then they had to try and escape the cult, I think that would have been a bit better. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and I love that that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so the only other thing, I mean, we're coming up to 55 minutes. Um, you did go to the cinema to see Halloween and Ends. Yeah, the um, new Halloween film. Um, we thought we'd save this to last, as if we was going to fit it in, because there's not much to say about it, as I hear that everyone I know seen it. So did you want to just give a quick update of how bullshit that film is? Oh, it's very bullshit. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not a huge Halloween fan. Like I've seen the original one quite a few times, which is a classic, and that is it a great, is. a great film, and that still holds up today. You know, John Carpenter, the music, it's, it's iconic. You know, Mike Myers... But it, it works for all the right reasons, like we like we said before. You know, it's the creepiness. There's hardly any jump scares. There's not a lot of gore really. But I don't know. It's just it's just one of those films. Like it's turned into a mega franchise. I got I don't even know how many films there are. Eight or nine. Uh, so I think there was the first four. Was there? Right. Okay. So there's four or five. Then there's H2O. H2O. Then there's the remake. The Rob Zombie Rob one. Zombie. Then these three. Was a Halloween two as well as like a remake as a second one. Uh, a, a second one to the Rob Zombie one. Was there? I don't know if Rob Zombie only did one. I'm sure I heard this on a podcast le- yesterday. I'm sure there was 12, 12 yeah. maybe. But throughout all of them, there's five or six different timelines. Right. That all different from one another. It just, it's a bit much. Yeah. So there's 12 films with five or six different timelines. Uh, like none of them really match exactly. up. And-, and that was the thing. Like I came into this film, like, um, obviously I went with a couple of friends. They, you know, they'd seen it before the, the ones prior to this building up to it. And I hadn't, but I came into this thinking, 
I know the pretty much know the premise. You know, it's been the same since the seventies. Really, it's Mike Myers. He's after Jamie Lee Curtis. He's trying to Laurie kill her. Stroud. Laurie Stroud. Yeah, trying to kill her, like he has been doing for fifty years now. And that was all the prep I needed, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it, but it's just a weird film. Like, obviously, the, you you go to watch a Halloween film for Mike Myers, don't you? Really, you want you, you know he is the main character. He is the iconic character, and he rocks up. Very late into the film, he's this half-dead version of himself living in the sewers. And it's all about this weird, this guy, who, like this new character they've introduced. And don't go wrong, the opening scene of the film was great. You know, he's babysitting on Halloween night. You know, the town's freaked out because of, like, obviously, Mike Myers has been killing them all since the 50s. Um and it's quite spooky and it's got those throwbacks, you know, like the big American house and then like it's all horrific and the kid, spoiler alert, but the kid dies and then he gets blamed for killing him. But so, Spoiler alert, you didn't give a shit about spoiling that, did you, mate? <laughs> it's literally the first five minutes of the film. Don't go watch the film anyway. <laughs> um, but then like it just, the whole film is like him as this outcast, this guy, the babysitter, and then he basically becomes knock off Mike Myers and then starts working with the original Mike Myers to go kill people. Oh, and it's God. just shit gore. Like it's gore for the sake of it. There's no jump scares really. It's a weird, it turns into the, the, I don't know, the first 45, 50 minutes. It's just like this weird romance film between this kid and Laurie's granddaughter, who's also troubled. And, you know, these two outcasts find each other and they're going to run away but before they run away, he needs to kill all everyone. It, and then Mike Myers comes into it right at the end, and then it's just shit dialogue. You know, they fight him to the death and finally put it in, put an end to it all because Halloween ends as they <laughs> as they end with a shot of the Mike Myers mask on a table, which very much made me think. You're not ending shit here, are you? Yeah, like so, you've tried to do five so, six times. Before. Someone's going to come back as him, so. It was poor. It was very poor. To say it was like the film that was supposed to end the franchise, I would have thought they'd try and end on like a high note. Especially with what they did with that trilogy as well of we're coming back, ignore everything after one. Yeah. Right. We've we fucked this, Bears. And you know what? I 100% respect that. Absolutely. We've fucked up. We've, yeah. we've gone too far out here. You know, the, the lights of bloody season of the witch and shit like that. Oh, that was really yeah. bad. Um, Fairs, we've yeah. fucked up. This is what this is what we think you want to see. And actually, Halloween, the first one of that trilogy, was good. Yeah. I, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, I heard good things just, about it. It yeah. was what it was. It was, you know, it was them two going back at it. Fair play. Yeah, I'm down for that. Never bothered with Halloween Kills because I didn't hear great stuff. Uh, and, you know, if you're looking at the IMDb sort of uh, ratings as well, they just get worse and worse. I well, think yeah. Halloween was like six points something, then it went down to like 5.1, then it's four points something. Yeah, and you just think, I mean, that's, why? That's, that's bad. Just, if anything, just do Halloween and stop. Do you know what I mean? Like, just do that one Halloween film and then boom, sorry. Yeah, sorry, yeah. this is what you wanted. We've given you it. Everyone probably walks away and been like, okay, sound. Yeah, exactly. Because I think that came out, what, two, three, three years ago maybe? Uh, the same month that Venom did. Right. And I think it was uh, it was only Venom that sort of knocked that off being the uh, number one box office. Okay. Because everyone was going to see it. And so they did all right from that one film. But again, money talks, doesn't it? It does. And that's when they're going to be like, oh, hey, oh, this made some money. Let's, let's see where we go yeah, from it. No. You don't have to. You you know, just... But <clears throat> unfortunately, if they're going to keep making money, you're going to, aren't you? If, if you have to troll out shit then that's what they do. They'll end it now. Yeah, they don't care. In 10 they, years time, probably bring it back. They bring me back as a remake or a rebranding or or something. Because, like I said, money talks, unfortunately. Mm. And horror is the one that always gets shafted. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so that's another episode in the bag, my friend. Mm. Episode two, chatted a bit of horror, chatted a bit of gaming. Ate some great snacks today as well. Oh, we had some fantastic pickled onion crisps. I know. Sorry for the listeners that have had to listen to me oh, eat throughout the I'm episode. Not- I'm not sorry. No, great. I've enjoyed listening to you. There's so many more left in the bag. I know. So episode three in two weeks' time that we're definitely not recording straight after this. We're still eating crisps. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, a new bag of crisps. (laughs) So once again, guys, if you enjoyed listening, please, please, please share with family and friends. Get other people to listen in. 
please interact with us on social medias. So if you don't already like us, follow us, please go follow us. But get into conversation, tell us your favourite horrors. Please give us some recommendations for films you've seen. Um, we're always down for that. Oh, and snack recommendations. And snack recommendations, 100%. Um, and yeah, so please, you know, five stars us, like, subscribe, all that sort of stuff on social media. It really, really, really does help. And uh, as much as we're just doing this for a bit of fun and to enjoy it with everyone, we would like to do more. And yeah, we the more people we can reach, the more we can do it. Absolutely. Fantastic. All right. So episode two in the bag, my friend. I'll yep. see you in two weeks. Absolutely. Peace Take it out, easy. Homie.